Welcome everybody to So What Now. Vic, what's up? Living my best life. Oh, man, episode 18. Oh, what's poppin'? We have a very special guest. The CEO, Joe. Reese. Oh, God. <laughs> we've, been, uh, we've been trying to get Reese on for a little bit. Um, we finally got a good scheduling. Yep, here we are. Here we are. A beautiful Monday afternoon, evening. Yeah, 85 <laughs> degrees out here. Yep. Um, Eastern Mass, where Reese is from, a little... A little more central. Yep. But... Yep. The good old woo. Dirty woo. <laughs> the dirty woo. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about where you're from, Reese. Yeah, so I'm from Worcester, Mass. Um, second largest city in New England, I believe, right after Boston. Um, yeah, I grew up here um, with my family. I got a sister, dog. You know, can't complain, right? Got educated, and we all met at college, <laughs> and here we yeah, are. Yeah, that's true. Yep. So, coming out through, like, high school and all that stuff, what were, your, um, what were necessarily, like, your biggest, like, fears going into, like, an undergrad school like we just did four years ago? Yeah, so for me, I, I grew up in a extremely just close family, like, just real close-knit and the biggest thing for me was moving from home. I was terrified of it. Um, it was so scary to, I'd never been away from home for any extended period of time. And then September rolled around and it was like, all right, see ya. Like, <laughs> good luck out there. And um, that was that. But doing track and my parents coming to my meets and my sister once a week, that really helped on for me at least. Um, it was really nice to see them and um, be, I was close to home being at school and I got to go home when I wanted, but yeah, all four years, that was a struggle for me living away from home. Um, yeah. Especially having a close knit like that, especially exactly. now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's I'm pretty sure. Me. I'm pretty sure Vic can attest to that too. Cause you went up all the way to Plymouth state. Yeah. And I would always drive back home whenever I was feeling blue. It's only 90 minutes. But I think being having a school that was still close, fairly close to home was a really big advantage because I'd always be able to come and get some food and get oh, a hug yeah. if I ever needed oh, yeah. it. It really does do the trick, too. Like macaroni and meatballs for me on Sunday dinner. Oh, the best way to send me back. Yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday. It just makes the Sunday scary disappear. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I was a commuter for all four years, which is pretty much pretty cool. But I remember just seeing all of my friends and like on the holidays, that kind of was like a, the warm feeling, you know, taking a break from school and the holidays came around. You're like, oh, I'm back with family, but you know, with some of my closest friends I've ever, like, hung out with. So I think over and over again, we, like, lose touch of what we actually know what's important. Oh, yeah. We're so, like, far fast-fetched with, like, a not necessarily a fast-paced life. And we just come, came out of college, but it will get faster and faster, especially when we establish ourselves a little more. And I think we did a really good job, huh, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> especially on college. College, I met some of the best people I've ever met in my life, though. I'd say so. And the worst. <laughs> that's true though <laughs> hey, we're, we're transparent here so I like that <laughs> that's true though it's very very true not the um, worst but just different Lots they come and go exposed. yeah you get exposed to a lot of different agendas and schedules and I've actually people. never talked about that yeah you got you get exposed to a lot of different people man in college especially because like at least when I lived on well, while living on campus, like you live with them too, as well. Like it's not just like a oh, I see them in class or I see them from afar. It's like oh, we all live in the same spot, and like you see them out and you see them at meals and you see them in um, the academic setting and the social setting, and it's a really great way to see like how people uh, like are and what they prioritize, and then makes you think about yourself a little bit too, you know yeah for sure for sure for sure so what are your uh future aspirations right now in terms of career and um you know just little small personal goals you want to achieve like within like the next like five ten years that's a great question um i graduated with a degree in sports med um so i really just love the health field i love um being able to help people like that and i really love um just like serving others in general. So I hope in my career that I'm able to combine both by working like nonprofit or humanitarian is my like big life career goal is to work like for some foundation or something like that where I can work with the underserved and um, poverty stricken or people who don't have access to what they deserve. Yeah, no, you did a couple of service trips throughout college. How was that? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so that's really where my eyes were opened. Like, I learned a lot in my academics at Merrimack, but I learned more in my experiences. Like, um, my junior year, I was able to go to Nicaragua and uh, work in a clinic there and uh, just see how the other half lives in terms of, like, their access to health care and that there are people who have truly nothing like they get sick or they get a like you had a stomach ache and you went to the hospital and you got your appendix out like there are people who just like they just get sick and they have no help and no access so that really just opened my eyes I'd never seen anything like it and um it really just lit something in me and it I haven't been able to get rid of it since so it's a scary thought, you know, right. how the world just doesn't have it like, you know, kind of like we do. Yep. It's kind of funny, too, because I always tell everybody that America probably spends like the most on health care, but we don't even have the highest quality health care. You know what I mean? Oh, but then absolutely. we have a bunch of places around the world that could use that money. Oh, my God. Just for a little bit more intensive care than what they have right now. Oh, just even the clinic at all or just like a system in place um the united states is just we just spend so much money on like these diseases we have because we're obese or we don't take care of ourselves when like you said that money could go to a fraction of that money could go to another place or another country or even an inner city in some of our 
places in uh, Massachusetts or, or, I mean, um, the United States are a rural area and just increase those people's lives by a thousand, like giving them access to um, like education about health or even just like a center for health or, you know, it's, it's insane. It's scary for sure. Yeah, I know you mentioned inner city there. Uh, Flint, Michigan is a primary example oh of God. not having healthy water, you know? Oh, my gosh. That's such a basic, like, that's a that's not a privilege. That should be a right. Right? You know? I hear you. That's not radical, right, to be thinking like that? Oh, no, <laughs> not at all. That's how everyone should be thinking. We're just yeah. thinking about ourselves these days when it's just not right. Yeah. And I noticed a lot throughout um, – the last year of undergrad, you kind of challenged yourself a lot towards cleaning up the environment a lot. What made you get into that? <laughs> that was just like, you know, like we like we just talked about, there are grand problems in the world. Like there are just uh, problems that take more than one. But I don't know. I just in college, I would go for walks a lot if I would get stressed or, you know, if I'd been cooped up for a while. And I'd be like oh man like I just walked by all this trash and I was like you know what like I can do one little thing right like what's one little thing like it might not like cure our world healthcare system but it might just like benefit our little community and so it made me feel better might be selfish but I felt better after doing like stuff like that I just like pick up trash or you know, just like stuff like that and like stop using plastic and like try to get other people to do it. And it just like made me feel better. But I was like, I'm doing something, whether it's big or small, like something's being done at least. Now, did you ever like channel yourself like because you were doing these like, I guess, how do I explain this? You were doing these things to like self-motivate you and get you out of this, this gloomy area or whenever you're feeling down or stressed like you would help something out with like the world did that channel you to like read about other things that other people were doing kind of like what you were doing oh absolutely like there are so many people out there doing great wonderful things for the world and you know like you said like when you get down or when you're in a rut or something and at least for me like once I realized like I really just want to help serve other people it's beneficial to see what other people have done because like, why am I going to reinvent the wheel when I could just like work towards something that's already been started or I can take tips from someone else. Like I'm not going to pioneer something like I could just take what other people have done and act on it, you know? Yeah, no, I feel you. That's so true. Cause time and time again, we have a lot of people who don't really understand what's going on with climate change. Oh yeah. Um, and I think it's like, it's kind of getting as scary and scary how much people don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to see, like the the looks on people's faces when there actually is extensive damage to the world and certain things, and they were being told all these things that they were going to happen, and they're like, ah, shit, we messed up. <laughs> you know oh, what I yeah. mean? Well, I feel like. But at the same time, I feel like people aren't going to care when they realize that because I think another comparison would be look at the amount of shootings that we have in today's um, society. So we continue to have shootings. People are like for one day, Oh my God, how sad. But then people continue back to their everyday lives because we just were so busy and 
and we don't have time to reflect yeah. on that. Yep. So I feel like even for that comparison of the environment, if that ever does come to that point, people aren't going to care as sad as well, that sounds. The problem is it people only truly start to care, I find, when it personally starts to affect them. So like you brought up shootings. Yes. Not that people don't care, but we're not making any strides towards change. Like nothing is happening, whether it's within like the civilians or like the president, uh, like the presidential area of like our politics. Like people start to get involved when their mother was involved or their sister or their brother or their child. Yes. But the problem is if we wait or if we have to wait till everyone is personally affected by injustices in the world, it's going to be too late. It's just, like, we just have to be more, like, proactive about it. Like, we might not be affected by it, but someone else is. And, like, we're preventing other people from being affected by it. Whether it's the climate, like, shootings or making everyone have access to healthcare, education. Like, we can't just wait until someone we know or ourselves, are like, are finally being, um, like, negatively impacted by it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Because I saw an ad the other day. um, It said how all these pharmaceutical companies are basically saying um, how Medicare for all would be terrible. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, these people just don't care. They're just thinking about themselves for their profit and how they're going to make more money. So and at that point, it's just, it becomes a greed and power issue, correct? Oh, yes. And when a bunch of people have too much power and they really don't know what's currently going on in their system, they just do it for the money at that point. But you have people who are currently working for pharmaceutical companies that know what's going on and they know it's wrong, but they got to go feed their own. You know what I mean? So it's so hard to like go against so many extremes when a lot of people don't have the help most of the time because we can't do it alone. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like you said, money. Money is a strange motivator. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It truly just motivates us to do the worst. Like <laughs> like you said, like it might deter someone from going up against uh, something bigger than themselves because they know that there are more people making a profit off of it profit off of it financially then there are people who are like willing to make a change about it universal health care we're like the only leading nation like developed nation in the world without it and look at where mm-hmm. we are people are we talked about this earlier people in the er on stretchers yeah. in hallways because we just have no way to get them in or yeah you know you know it's, and I'm, I'm all for universal health care and the reason that's never going to happen, too, is oh, money. Yeah. Look at, if you look at the rising cost of insulin, oh my gosh. It, insulin is only this expensive in the United States. <laughs> Where everyone has diabetes because we're old. <laughs> everyone has diabetes. So, so why do you think to be that insulin so expensive? It's the truth, oh, though. Because like, they yeah. want the money. It's the truth. If, we just, if they keep promoting unhealthy foods and unhealthy lifestyles and people fall into... High cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, like they can start upcharging things like insulin. And then when people who actually need it through no fault of their own have diabetes or it's genetic or who knows what, 
then those people are the ones that are stuck foot in a bill that they shouldn't be paying like that, you know? Yeah. No, it's unfortunate. Completely like off topic when you were talking about the whole strange motivation with money. Me and Vic were actually at the casino two weeks ago and we were winning like a pretty good amount of money, but we we could have walked away with so much more, but we kept wanting more. Oh my so goodness. it was so bad. <laughs> the lights and the noises—they're <laughs> And the smells. There was like a sweet smell in that whole casino. It was throwing smell? me off. Yeah, have you been to Encore yeah. yet, Reese? <laughs> you can't no, smoke no, an Encore no. though. Oh, you guys went to Encore yeah. in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So it's like nice and fancy. You can't smoke in there. You can only drink. Um, there's an outdoor section like, where you can smoke and stuff like that, but it was just so weird, Reese. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, have you seen the Percy Jackson movie? I have not. Where, <laughs> oh, you haven't? Christian, yes, have I you? Have. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of that, that part where they're in the casino, in the Lotus Casino. Yes. Do you remember? And, like, they just get stuck there. That's how we felt. We were there until, like, four in the morning. Yeah, it was bad. But it did all play out. You said you could have won a lot more money, but. (laughs) We still won won a lot, yeah. (laughs) We just got greedy. Very greedy. See what that is, though? It's a perfect comparison. It's an odd comparison. Like, that strange motivation for money. But And then you also have those other people who made $95 billion for their company. And they're over there in a meeting right before the new year is going to start and say, all right, how can we make a hundred billion? It's like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Right. So it gets to a point where, where does it stop? You know, I Uh, don't think it ever stops for these people. So it doesn't. I've been to the casino a few times and it's a little bit sad. Honestly, I get a little sad (laughs) watching it. Because you can just see, you just see people who just cash their check and they just go spend the whole thing. Yeah, I know. Could be like literally 30 seconds. You could spend it all. You could spend thousands of dollars in minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which casino did you go to? Um, Actually, uh, in June, me, Sam, uh, Celine, and Victoria all went to uh, Mohegan Sun. Wow, what a squad. Right, rolling <laughs> deep. Yeah, it was. That's awesome. big energy. It was the first time I'd ever been. It was awesome. I or to a casino in general. Uh, it was so awesome. It was so much fun. But yeah, it was a little bit sad to watch some people just, <laughs> you know, key in and just lose all their key money. In. <laughs> you just could see it. Like the lights were just like, just their eyes were just glossed over and just like focused in on the, all that noise and lights yeah and if you think about it these casinos are making so much money right oh my and and i'm just thinking about other things too of like quick easy money that these people can make you know like the planet fitness chains you know they'll have a certain amount of members in there for ten dollars a month who don't even use the month uh gym membership they probably only use it like two or three times a month right and they're paying these ten dollars and if you think about it, that shit adds up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Full show. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of ways to make money out there. And so, a fine amount of time, too. Quick money. And then you just get more greedy. I mean, look, and then people are usually preying on pe- other people 
making quick like people making quick money try to prey on other people yeah it seems to me like they're not making quick money by benefiting the greater good you know they're more like all right like we can prey on this population Mm -hmm. and then we'll be rich and then they'll be stuck in whatever they're stuck in that's right you know Mm -hmm. it's dark it's an evil world we live in but we can change. Right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're the future. We're the future of the world. We can change it. For the future. We want, we want change. change. Please, we want change. Oh, oh. show. I know. I don't want kids <laughs> after all this. Right? Isn't that scary? Like, oh, our kids are like going to grow up, or if, like, the kids of our generation will grow up in yeah. a world that we're working on now. And, like, as of now, it's, I feel like it's not going well. No, it's not. It's, it's especially in a world scary. like this, like where it's moving as fast as it does as we get older. Uh, what do you guys typically like to do to like get away and like, you know, just key on in and like yourself and like self motivation and like you know, self love more or less and self reflection. What do you guys typically do? It's like your go to. I'd say sing in the shower. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the shower is the place to just like you just what it, I don't know what it is. You just like step into your own mind when you're in the shower. I don't know what it is. Yeah, the shower. It's is just you in the shower. The shower is definitely one. I don't know. I'm a big fan of the ocean. I'll always oh, be me one. Too. Um, I was talking to Vic the other day that me and him have to split on a boat one day. <laughs> oh. And just ride the boat off a of harbor into the ocean. Yep. Sitting on the shore is extremely relaxing. Just being outside in general, really. Just like in nature and taking it in. It's inspiring me to go outside after this podcast, just to let you know that. <laughs> yeah, you got to drink in this weather <laughs> while we have it. <laughs> Pumpkin spice, everything's already coming back. You know it's full. <laughs> It's so bad, actually. Even though I'm a little bit of a fan of the fall, but when it comes to summer, it's just it's. I guess us New Englanders, we we uh, we appreciate it all that much more. I don't know how it is in every other side of the country, but we definitely key on in on the summer a lot. I thrive in the summer. I I, the heat. I love it. It's awesome. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because we have to appreciate it so much because we know what our winters bring or something. Yeah, I think that's definitely it. Because we uh, we had Jacob on the podcast last week before he goes off to the Navy SEALs. Oh, yeah. And um, he's moving out to San Diego, California. And I told him, hey, listen, when you're done with your SEAL training, bud, I'll be there visiting you. <laughs> right. Tell me when you accept guests because I'll be moving in. San Diego, California seems like it's it. Seems like the place to be. Yeah. Oh, so, Reese, I've never been out. When yeah. you went out to Colorado, um, mm-hmm. you went out mm-hmm. in what? Over winter break? Yep. In January uh, of this year. So. Yeah. How was that? Oh, gosh. I literally have never left Worcester, Mass in my whole life. So. I hopped this plane to a new part of the country and I don't even, I have no idea what to expect. I've never been so West of the country. It was the most, it was the farthest I've ever been. And it was just 
so beautiful. Christian, you would have loved it. Vic, I'm sure you would too. <laughs> if you appreciate nature, you would just like just the mountainscape and just beautiful weather. And I swear to God, the air is cleaner there. Like, cause it's just so much more rural and there's less like pollution and the people are nice. I was like, I swear. <laughs> the air is it. Air. <laughs> it was awesome. It's one of my favorite places I've ever been. It was just so beautiful. And I, I had gone snowboarding while I was there for the first time ever. I'd never been on a mountain. And <laughs> wow. Like, how could I not? I was in Colorado. Like, I got to see the Rockies, right? Or snowboard the Rockies. Yeah. And just like looking out, it's just so, like, it just makes you sit there and think, like, wow, like something made this. Like, it's just, it's just, it was insane. It was crazy. So, do you believe that because of the elevation, um, the air is somewhat more, I guess, cleaner, pure? I um, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, why? Maybe it was <laughs> elevation. Again, like, I literally had never left Worcester, Mass. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really just haven't, not really well-traveled myself. So, maybe it was the elevation. I. Which definitely is a thing. It totally kicked my butt while I was there. Really? really well, how oh, yeah. how was your breathing? How, how long did it take for you to adapt? Um, it wasn't too bad. It was only when I started doing like when if we went on a hike or like when I was snowboarding, like I could really. I was like, wait, am I just not in shape, or <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna tell myself <laughs> it's the elevation? Yeah, yeah no, I had to have done. Yeah, I've been wanting to go to the Grand Canyon, you know, Colorado, Arizona, all that stuff. Have you been anywhere out there? Like, no, no, I've been dying to do so. What about the West Coast? You've been there? No, me either. You got to travel, man. Have to enjoy the beautiful world. Where have you been, Vic? Um, only to DR once. I've been to Kansas and Missouri. Uh, Florida. That's it, really. Yeah, I've actually been to Kansas. I really want to go to LA. Right. LA. Yeah. Well, not LA. I want to go to San Fran. Where California has a lot. Yeah, San Fran, San Diego. Yep. Now, Reese. Hong Kong. uh, Hong Kong. (laughs) Hong Kong seems like a crazy place to go to. China. All those places. Um, Reese, so what, what, what's your take on uh, Nevada and Area 51, huh? Oh, <laughs> don't get me started. Oh, my God. You know I believe in all of it through and through. Big conspiracy fan, theory fan. Huge Area 51 fanatic. Like, it is out there. You cannot tell me that in this expanding, this infinitely expanding universe that we are, the only life to exist. That's interesting. Like, first of I mean, all, that'd be so it's sad. True. Like, we are the only. <laughs> like, oh my god, there must be more. That explains a lot, <laughs> there right? There must be more. It's like, please, please be like, more people out be there. Better, more like communally living, happy creatures out there. Because if we're it, we're not doing a good representation. Yeah, I've actually never been too too much into. Um, conspiracies other than like you know obviously like 
maybe like September 11 attacks or, you know, watching a bunch of documentaries on that. But mm-hmm. it definitely like the whole UFO thing is very, very intriguing. As soon as I saw the memes about, you know, people who rating Area 51 and all that stuff, um, it's really taken attention to a lot of people now, I believe. Especially because of the factors of, what was that? I think that, I feel like if the public had the knowledge that was there, there's just no way yeah. he would go insane. There, there's, there's a reason <laughs> they have to lock it up from the general. That's true. But yeah, no, huge outer space life. I love it. It's conspiracy. It's just so interesting. It just opens your brain to some new things might make you a little crazy but it's all right (laughs) it's okay what about like you like you know you say like about like you know outer like creatures and stuff like that are you into like outer space stuff like astrology universal type stuff oh yeah oh yeah we're all connected the the salt of the earth and the stars in the sky and everything in between like we don't work without the other so how could we just all not be connected like that's some energy right there, huh, Vic? <laughs> no, it is. I mean, it's true. That's the good I mean, vibe. Yeah, it's a good vibe. Yeah, no. There's, yeah, there's something about the sun in the summer, right? Oh, uh, it's just different. It's just better. I need to get myself out to a place such as, like, the Fiji Islands <laughs> and experience some type of, like, week away just over there and just experiencing the ice like blue water you see yep. with the white sand you know and those crazy drone drone cameras that you see in instagram that are completely not real <laughs> right i need to experience that at least like once in my life so you're more of like if you're going somewhere on a vacation to like turn off your brain and relax like you're going somewhere warm I'm going somewhere, yeah, where I can, where typically nothing's around me. I guess similar to like the mountains, you know, and you know, with the trees and stuff. But I, I just love the ocean so much. Me too. And being around the sand, I think that's typically the only noise I need is, you know, a breeze, trees ruffling, and the ocean sound of the waves. Yeah. Amen. I always said I wanted a tiny house on the shore anywhere, and then I'll just be happy. That's all I need. A nice little shack. Little yeah, shack like house. a little shack. <laughs> 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 like, if I'm on the beach, I'm just going to be outside all day. Like, why do I need a house? Yeah. That's yeah, funny. Um, one, of the, uh, one of the guys who goes to the gym consistently. He goes up to me. He says, hey, Christian, um, if you could be anywhere in the world right now, where would you be? And I told him, not here, first of all. <laughs> not <laughs> the doing math. Not the doing math. And then he like, he's like going, he's like, all right, seriously, where would you be? I was like, honestly, somewhere where just strictly ocean waters around me and I'm on beach, sand, weather, good weather. And, you know, that completely calms me. Oh, and that's awesome. With all the appendicitis things that happen, food poisoning, I, 
I got to get myself out to the beach as long as, you know, summer is lasting, so. Oh, yeah. But honestly, the most redeeming quality of fall is the candy corn. That's, like, the only thing that saves me. Oh, yeah? Yep. (laughs) Breaking news. I'm not a candy corn person. (laughs) Oh, you're not? That's extremely wrong. I know. It's extremely sad. My girlfriend told me that the other day. (laughs) She was like... I have to agree with Christian, though. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you serious? I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just... It doesn't taste good. (laughs) Probably probably because it's all chemicals just dyed orange. Like, like I love to be, like, healthy, and I'm, like, all about this, like... I try not to eat and I try to eat my vegetables and my mom and my friends are like, and you eat freaking candy corn? Like, (laughs) just process chemicals in the shape of a piece of corn and die for it. Candy corn, there's it. A divine factor. I do like this time of year, especially in New England coming up in fall. It's just, you know, when it gets really cold, it's just, it's just not good. It's not fun. I mean, no. especially around this time, there's just so many holidays to look forward to. You know, you got September and you have like the sweater weather coming in. And that's the whole mm-hmm. no- next phase of October and leaves changing. It's probably one of the greatest times you can like experience New Hampshire or the greater north in New England. And, Absolutely. Um, something like, you know, November, you have Thanksgiving, December, you have Christmas. So like it's a good time to look forward to in terms of like holidays and family spending. And, yeah. Um, making new friends, you know? Yep. Yep. And then winter sets in and then I just hate my life. For five yeah. Months. We go into it. You go into a depression. Have you ever heard of that? It's seasonal depression. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I definitely have that, like not have it, but I definitely go through a cycle similar to that. Like I totally just like, retract in the winter and then the summer comes and then I'm just like oh I'm happy like again like I'm good yeah it's the sun it's the sun that makes you happy it's gotta be that it's (coughs) cold weather is one thing but it being dark by four o'clock is just meh oh it's torture (laughs) it's some of the worst things you could ever experience because you know one thing I want to do before Let's say if it's sunny on Wednesday, I'll probably wake up super early and watch sunrise. You know, that's just a thing I like to do every where, summer or whatnot. Where do you like to watch it? Over the beach, actually, coming overhead. That's amazing. Yeah. I usually go to this little section in Seabrook. It's kind of like private off where if you like walk over and then you go over the sand, there's like this little kind of have to make like a little jump. And then you could see the Atlantic Ocean right in front of you. And then right then and there, you can see sunset, sunrise on that. That's just so relaxed, so calming. I know. I know. I did it two years ago. Um, the last time I did it, I couldn't do it last year because I was landscaping almost every single day. But Oh, yeah. That's just tiring in itself. Yeah. And then two years ago, I, I saw it. Um, it was pretty nice. I think it was like around like 520. I think it did around like July. The sun comes up so early. And it stays till like 8 o'clock, which is amazing, right? It just lengthens. all, Like just spreads everything out. It's just so nice for sure. <sighs> I need an endless summer at least one time in my life. Kind of like, where is it? Alaska? <laughs> Alaska where they've experienced some type of crazy like season? 
Yeah, doesn't the sun not like it just is light for months on end and then it's dark for months on end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder how that works. I've actually never researched that. I It's an interesting researching thing. There's no way I'll be able to comprehend, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Like certain things around this country will never ever no, comprehend. No, I'll never. You, some people could explain it to me till the cows come home, and I'd be like, "I'll never see what you're talking about." <laughs> Absolutely. Well, damn, Reese. Thank you for coming on. No, thank we you. We appreciate for it. <laughs> that was great. That was this is great. awesome. Time to change the world. Please. Right? No, we all we're all in we it all... together. Everyone's got the skill set to do it. Right? I agree. Yes, we do. 100%. Amen. But yeah, happy to be number 18. I can't wait for 25, right? <laughs> we can't forget that. We have to do that special at 25. 25. 25. 25. Crazy awesome. <laughs> <laughs> With a spice of urgent care things. Cause I oh, yeah. There. I can give you a few, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll have to come back to oh, 25. Yeah. I could give you a few. I got a few up my sleeve. We can reinvite. We gotta have you know a second a, spe- a second special episode. We'll try to get in some other people who work in hospital settings, you know, right. for a nice little episode of just talking so about crazy hospital things. Work? <laughs> what was that? You could just be like, so now, so now, what is the weirdest thing you've seen at work? <laughs> <laughs> and Vic would be like, like two that. months in by then, he'll be like, damn. Oh, he'll be seasoned. <laughs> I'll, I'm not going to smile anymore. I'm going to hit my life. <laughs> I'm going to be a grouchy nurse. You got to love those, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing makes an experience to the hospital better than being helped by someone who hates their life. <laughs> <laughs> You're in their hands. You're in their hands. Oh man, this is the sad truth. Oh man, thank you, Reese, once again for coming on. No, no problem. Thank you. Great convo. I love it. We'll have you on soon. We'll have. You know what? We gotta. We gotta collaborate with all these people that we had on previously. You know, you're good friends with Sam and Victoria. You know, vice versa, coming on in. All right. three of you guys coming in as a special. That'd be cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll... See if we actually followed what we said we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. All right. Yeah. Take it easy, you guys. Peace and blessings. Go forth and do Adios. good. Adios. Much love. See you.